Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good too. So before we start, I think we should introduce ourselves. Hi, my name is Sandra. Welcome to my mixtape. I'm tired. And you are? Hosan, Genderman, Shane Madage. And this is Capitalism. Capitalism. Thanks. Thanks. I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) That accent was out of this world. So. What can we say? We're improv actors. Yeah, I can't wait for people to hear this and be like, oh, so they didn't quit the pod. Because I didn't give anyone any warning. I didn't say on my Instagram story, like, oh, this is going to be a bit late, lads, because we decided to postpone. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. We're spontaneous like that. More like Hosan just texts and goes like, hi, you're going to hate me. Can we postpone? (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I just had no energy and I knew that, like, the pod would be bad if I didn't. True. If I did do it, so I was like, it's better that I do it tomorrow and actually yeah. have some energy. Plus, I felt like uh, it was Mother's Day. It was completely reasonable to postpone, especially if you had like family stuff going on. So yeah, yeah. So what have I missed? Like this week, we well, actually haven't talked that much, so maybe yeah. I did miss something. Um, I don't know. I don't think you've missed too much. I haven't really done anything on I'm close to finishing Modern Family, which is a very good show. <laughs> That's pretty much all I've done this week. Yeah. And I've had headaches every single day of this week, so there's that. Oh, that's not good. But apart from that, that's not very much. That's very not good. Have you been drinking water? Like, I know you just yeah. drank there, but... Yeah, I've been drinking nothing but water. Okay, yeah, so you're probably just not getting enough sleep. Yeah, Which probably because sucks. I'm trying to force my body to be healthy, and it's like, fuck you, we are unhealthy. We stand this way. <laughs> yeah, I like how. What is it? I was just while you're on that topic. I like how you always pointed out that I ate a lot of pasta in secondary school, but you never pointed out that you ate a significant amount of ramen. I did. Oh my god, I did. <laughs> I just think about it because it felt like any week that you were exhausted or your hair was like out of place because it seemed that you couldn't care less because you were exhausted, you would show up, your lunch would be like ramen in a in a lunchbox and you'd be pouring water and you'd be like, oh. every single time something went wrong. I did that at least two or three times a week, I have to say. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, I can't stand to eat ramen anymore. Like, my siblings have it for dinner and it's like, you're like, no, nah. no, nah, I'm good. No. Brings back the memories, I'm good. <laughs> In fairness, though, I remember when I first got Snapchat, like, a few... A while back? I think it was just, like, just after sixth year, you were starting college. And you were, like, cooking ramen, like, for dinner once. And then, since then, I think I never saw you eat ramen. And I was like, hmm, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being so excited when I heard you got Snapchat. Because, like, before that, you didn't have any social media. And I was like, oh, my God, Snapchat! I literally, I didn't have social media. And everyone kept being like, Sandra, just join Snapchat, okay? It's not like Instagram and the rest of the stuff. Just please join. And I was like, no. <laughs> and then one evening, I just joined. And I was like, hi. And then everyone's like, what changed? What changed? And I was like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, what do I miss with you? 
Uh, not much. Yesterday I made a tuna melt and kind of cut my finger, so there's that. Because uh, I cut it off the can. That was not fun. Other than that, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't wait for us... Oh, wait. I was gonna say yeah I was gonna say around the same thing I was gonna oh jeez I'm not gonna say that word again what I meant was uh I can't wait till we have actual news for each other like we actually go outside and do stuff that the other person isn't aware of and then we're like oh I did this or whatever yeah oh like literally it's I am doing the same thing every day waking up watching Modern Family while I write down my homework, staring at the space, trying to read my book, then sleeping and doing it all over again. Yeah, it's really annoying in fairness. It's very easy to get down in the dumps because of it. Because it's just yeah. like work, play, bed. Work, play, bed. And there's no yeah. difference between the like, days. I literally have no motivation to work out or anything. The only time I get motivation to actually be healthy or something is at like 3 a.m. the the only time what is it the only benefit that one of the main benefits i see to working is that i know the difference between the days of the week because if i was at home i probably wouldn't know but it's so funny because every single time someone has to sign something in my workplace because it's a patient document or whatever and they're always like what's the date is it the 11th and i'll be like it's the 13th sir yeah Oh. Yeah, like literally I wake up and I'm like, oh my god, wait, is today Monday or Saturday? Because I might have an exam. Exactly. Like, it's not it's fun. It's not fun. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and if I mention also, I'm kind of scared as to whether or not I'm registered as a student why? in my school. Because I still haven't got my student card, and we were meant to get those in, like, November. Hosan, why... Oh my god, you always do this to me. You always get me worried about you. Like, oh my god, just contact your feckin' email, your, the people that are supposed to deal with that. Why do you always do this? You're always like, I'm kind of concerned. And I'm like, sort it out. Sort it out. Like, See, it's just got to that point in my life where I'm like, if I wait long enough, everything will work out. No. Depression and anxiety are like, yeah, that sounds great. That's a great plan. That doesn't work ever. And you always say it to me. And that's why I always turn to you and I'm like, why are my friends so annoying and make me worry about them? (laughs) I'm sure it's fine though. Like I was talking to a few other people and they didn't get it as well. And I'm like, it's just weird. I bet you they've lost our addresses or something. How many people? Like four. Mm. What is it? But do you have access to Moodle or whatever yeah, you're... Yeah, I've already sent them an email being like, um, so just for clarification, I don't have a student card. Yeah, so you have to be registered. Otherwise, you wouldn't have like your TU yeah, Dublin mean, like, on, email and stuff. On the website and all that, I'm registered on my grades and all that. But I mean, like, I don't have a student card, so sometimes that makes me worried. I'm like, Yeah, I'd be concerned too. That's, that's fair enough. Sorry. You're about to say something. I don't know. Oh yes, I was saying. I I don't know if you heard because someone walked into your room. So someone can take a shot of water if they want. Um, <laughs> was 
I was saying that the main benefit to working is that I know the days of the week. And it's very funny when anyone in my workplace that's a patient is signing something because they have to write the date and they're like, what's the date? Is it the 11th? And I'm like, no, it's the 13th. <laughs> so no one has a clue what's going on. <laughs> yeah, it's really at this point, we're all just like, okay, I hope that person has it together because I'm depending on them to have it together. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm never the person that has it together. So that's great. That's always fun. Okay. So before we move on to the big discussion, let's go to Forgotten Figures. Who's today's Forgotten Figure? Today, I actually have three Forgotten Figures because I'm not telling their whole story. Oh, can I just say your glasses are so cute. (laughs) Thanks. I was kind of aiming them to look similar to yours because I love your glasses shape. They do. They definitely look similar. I was going to say that. I was like, oh, we look more alike. It's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> so today's figures are Miss Marie Curie. Yes. Uh, Miss Sojourner, Sojourner Truth and yes. Abigail Adams. Okay. So why am I mentioning these women? Oh, the bat. Horrible. So, why am I mentioning these wonderful women? Yeah. In light of orders, these are the three best women who are also moms and also pioneers for women. Very cool. So, although scientist Marie Curie is best known for her, for being the first woman to win a Nobel Peace Prize, she also managed to raise her two daughters alone after her husband died in an accident in 1906. Mm-hmm. Her daughters, Irene Dole Curie, went on to co-win the Nobel, the Nobel Prize in Chemistry with her husband for their own work in radioactive physiology in her mother's footsteps. And Jolie Curie said her mother instilled hard work and flexibility in her children, saying that one must do some work seriously and must be independent and not merely amuse oneself in life. This our mother has told us always, but never that science was the only career worth following. So Mary basically said, even though I'm a big success and I know you'll want to be like me, your life is your own and don't just live it as a passing by. Live every moment for what it is. Mm-hmm. That's basically what she was saying. And I think that's a great thing to teach our children. Yes, definitely. So the next woman we have is Abigail Adams. So as the wife of President John Adams, Abigail Adams was the second first lady of the United States. Because her husband was often away from home for work, she often single-handedly ran their farms, for women and the abolition of slavery, and she educated their five children who managed to survive into childhood, uh, in, which included the future president, John Quincy Adams, who wrote, My mother was an angel upon the earth. She, she was a minister of blessing to all human beings within her sphere of action. Her heart was an abode of heavenly purity. She was a real personification of female virtue, of piety, of charity, and of ever acting and never emitting benevolence, which is a bit exaggerated, but you have to admire this lady. Like, she ran a farm, she fought for women's rights and slavery rights, and she also managed to homeschool five kids. So, (laughs) you go, Miss Abigail. You go, Miss Abigail. You go. (laughs) (laughs) And the last woman we have is... Sojourner. Sojourner Truth and her, in 1826, Sojourner Truth and her baby daughter escaped slavery in Ulster County, New York. 
Soon after her escape, she heard that her five-year-old son, Peter, was illegally sold to a man in Alabama. Mm. Truth raised money for a lawyer, filed a complaint in court, and successfully got Peter out of slavery, which was a landmark case in which a black woman successfully sued a white man in court. Truth then, inspired by her act, went on to become a Christian preacher in New York City and toured the Northeast, speaking about the Bible abolition and women's suffrage, inspiring many people to rise up against all these, like, uh, against slavery, against abolition, against women's rights. Yeah. Well, for women's rights, technically. So, yeah. Yeah. The reason I want to mention all these three women is because it showed that while they were moms and they did love being mothers, they also managed to make a good career and not good career but like fight for what they think is right yes yes they made a difference in their field yeah yeah that's cool i like that i like that you brought three women uh to make up for the fact that your previous forgotten figures have all been white men um yeah. <laughs> <coughs> so sounds like let's move on <clears throat> let's move on move. <laughs> Um, that's very good. And uh, that brings us on to the big discussion. So as we talked about, this is our Mother's Day episode. So I think we should really, really um, talk about uh, Mother's Day and its origin, because that's what we tend to do on the holidays. And I can't wait for it to be like our two year anniversary of the pod and we have nothing to talk about when, <laughs> when it's the actual day. you know i'm just like oof choices y'all started with the history of it now what are you going to talk about when it's christmas next year or mother's day next year okay so do you want to get us started or shall i you should start okay um well for anyone who doesn't know the origin of mother's day uh according to britannica.com uh originated when anna Jarvis of Philadelphia, whose mother had organized women's groups to promote friendship and health, uh, originated Mother's Day. On May 12, 1907, she held a memorial service after her late mother's church in Grafton, West Virginia. Uh, within sorry, within five years, virtually every state was observing the day. And in 1914, U.S. President, I don't know what it was, I was I'm gonna have to look for it. Ah, U.S. President. Okay, well, when a U.S. president pretty much probably decided yeah. to hold the day. Ugh. Yeah. Uh. U.S. President Woodrow Wilson made it a national holiday. Although Jarvis had promoted the wearing of a white carnation as a tribute to one's mother, the system developed of wearing a red or pink carnation to represent a living mother or a white carnation for a mother who was deceased. And over time, the day was expanded to include others such as grandmothers and aunts who played mothering roles. Yeah. Is. But also, let's bring in the capitalism in it. Uh, what had originally been a day uh, of honour became associated with sending cards and the giving of gifts. However, and in protest of its 
commercialization, Jarvis spent the last years of her life trying to abolish the holiday she had brought into being. Wow. That's some heavy stuff. Says a lot. So, Hosanne, what have you got for me? So, um, even though we know that Alexander said it was established by a president and elected to celebrate him. According to history.com, um, our fave history.com getting us through except for when they don't let us read the article because we've read too many history.com articles <laughs> so, uh, according to history.com uh, the versions of motherhood were present in ancient Greek times uh, the earliest version known of our now mom-centric celebration was Mothering Sunday Yes, most that's European actually funny because in my agenda it says Mothering Sunday it doesn't say Mother's Day which is interesting yeah, Mothering Sunday was a, like, mostly European tradition that took place on, like, the fourth Sunday during Lent, I think. Mm-hmm. And this celebration was originally a time when faithful would return home to their mother church, the main church in the vicinity of their home, for mm-hmm. special service, and then the event gradually shifted towards a more focus. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, like, the Greek and Romans used to celebrate um, Rhea, you know, yes. who's known as the like, mother goddess and yes, what was her name? Something beginning with C-E. C-E? <laughs> How do you spell? Let me see if I can find it. Um, yeah, who is the mother of the god of the Olympians and Maternilia, who is a, which was a Roman religious festival for the mothers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, cool, that's cool. basically... Yeah, a lot of people think that's how kind of the church used Mother Sunday because they took that and just made Rhea, it made it from Rhea to Yeah, yeah. It's funny, in our video call, not to stray from mothers, but, you know, to be a bit vain, because what are we on this <laughs> this podcast, but a little bit vain. This lighting does make me look like Wanda, and I have, like, an orange tinge to my hair, which is funny, because I am a blonde. It kind of looks like you're on a green screen, because, like, all I see is your and a white background and it's like occasionally bits of your cut out i know it's funny it's the it's the brightness it's not sunlight but uh bright clouds um so i want us to have some structure but i guess we should talk about um our mothers (laughs) like i don't know like i don't i've never seen a particularly difficult to celebrate you know because Luckily, we still have our mothers, but also I don't feel like it has that pressure like Valentine's Day does. See, I wouldn't know that because Valentine's Day is not celebrated by us. Yeah, but you know when you always hear people online like, oh my god, I don't know what to get for my Valentine. For Mother's Day, there's none of that. Valentine's Day is a very difficult day for a lot of people i don't understand why yeah I'd, like, I'd literally make pancakes for someone and call it a day like a, like i would just say like happy Valentine's day and call it a day maybe this is my cynical self but like i don't see it. no i completely i completely agree i'm like you love that person every single day why should this day be any different just yeah like i've seen friends stress over it and i'm like i thought this day was meant to be spent with a loved one yeah why are you stressing yeah. Why are you stressing to yeah. impress? Like, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. So I don't Whereas Mother's Day mother. is literally like chocolates, flowers, done. Yeah. 
I don't know if it's just because my mom has low standards, but like every year we just clean the house. Breakfast, clean the house, yeah, and then make her like a hamper of her favorite things, and then the rest of the day we just leave her alone and try not to mess up the whole day. That's not that's not low standards. Your mom trained you as well. She was like, "Get me fed, get the house cleaned, and leave me alone." That's what I really want. That's all I really want. Yesterday it didn't really work because I was the only one who followed that because oh I, no i don't i don't know if our viewers know this right but i have just a touch of ocd um <laughs> just a touch uh you say a touch meanwhile i'm like honey and you would color code your all your notes yeah i have a touch of ocd <laughs> she has a hint yeah. a splash <laughs> yeah and my parents love this because they know that if there's a mess out or if anything's just irregular in the house, I can't stand it. If like, I, can, uh, I will try to ignore it so someone else will fix it, but I can't stand it. I'll, I'll eventually fix it on my own. I hate that my brain went to this, and this is not to romanticize OCD or to be like, oh my god, I wish I had OCD because everything would be clean. Not like that, but more like I would be like, Hosan, can you please just sort out my bedroom at least once a month? Oh because yeah, I, like- I have problems. <laughs> You look at my bedroom and if you look at me at work and me in my bedroom, it's a very different story. At work, I have a system. My desk is immaculate because I'm forced to be immaculate and be organized and look professional. If you looked at my bedroom right now. I just rearranged my sister's drawers and she said, why did you do that? It helps. It looks better. Why can't you just fit the system? I have, like one time, right, I spent three hours on a lab report and then I deleted the entire thing because I noticed that my numbering system and the way I was writing out my formulas was incorrect. You could have just fixed it. Yeah, I I spent another three hours fixing the whole thing and then even when I submitted it, after I submitted it, I was like, oh no, the last two numbering palettes, they were mismatched. As if anyone yeah. would give a shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't mean yeah. this in a harsh way. I just mean, like, I understand how OCD could detrimentally affect your life. Yeah. It's that aspect. Yeah. So, yeah, like I was saying, um, because I like everything to be neat and orderly, I'm often the one who's, like, cleaning up if my mom's, like, not into it or whatever. So, obviously, today I was like, okay, clean house for my mom. Let's go. So I cleaned and all that. And then 10 minutes later, I come downstairs. And my sister is just sitting there with with dirt around her. And I'm like, can you throw out the trash? And then she's like, sure. 20 minutes later, it's still there. I'm like, throw it out. And like six hours later, it's still there. And then I asked her, job, for sake, would you just throw out the trash? And she just goes and throws it in the wrong bin. Oh, man. I hate the youth. I hate when the youth don't know how to recycle and do stuff correctly. Exactly. And then I t- I'm like, okay. And then I started yelling at her. And she's like, why are you yelling? Mom has a headache and you're acting like this. And I'm like, you've done shit all today, okay? I'm the one who's clean. I'm the one who's done everything. You've done nothing. And then she's like, I don't know why you're acting like this. And she just turns off and storms upstairs. And I'm like, oh my God. I can't do this. You're like, I'm, I'm gonna kill her. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill her. I can't have children yeah. on my own because this is what'll happen, and I'll be, I'll be annoyed, be annoyed with them. Exactly. Um, this is literally the reason I want to move out, just so I can have a place that I know is like, it'll be like that when I left. It won't be messed up. It, it'll be, 
You'll be there. I'm not even joking. Since we started this conversation, I keep looking at my mess and I'm like, Sandra, you should start cleaning right now. Right now. And Hosan, I'm not even telling you, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's laziness. I don't know if it's my chronic illness causing me pain and me being like, you know what, I just can't be bothered because I'm pain all the time. Fuck it. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's my mental health that's just like, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. But I tried to clean this thing so often. <laughs> I've tried no, to fold clothes. I've tried to put stuff away. And it just, it's not better. Like, there hasn't reached a point where I've been like, oh, the room's so much better. And someone will walk in and be like, oh, you cleaned. That's so annoying. I almost need to, like, video call you. I almost need to, like, video call you and just be like, hold on, help me. Because... <sighs> I feel like that's okay too because as long as you don't have like rats running around your room no I don't relatively clean or, you know like I would walk into someone's room and know that they have made the conscious effort to clean it okay wow that is like that is I'm really trying here but oh my god is my body not doing enough yeah that is a bad <laughs> it's just it's just a mess just a mess done one day. it's like it's like if my school locker became an issue that's how it was that's how it was and i'm just i'm, gonna start, I'm just gonna start like putting stuff in tubs <laughs> i'll do it later if you have half an hour after this i just need your motivation near me as i clean that's not even the yeah. worst it's been so God. And that's how you can tell someone is depressed. Let's not even. Let's not even get into that. You know what's so funny though? It, it, I, I think it's kind of funny. Is, um, th- let me show you what I think is the messiest my shelf has ever been. And I have been telling myself to clean it for so long. Yeah. You're going to hate me though. You're going to be like, what the fuck? This is the messiest it's ever been. It's not dusted. And there's like bits and stuff lying everywhere. And I'm just like, you have to clean it. Lads, I, I'm not even, I don't even know how to express this. We are so polar opposites. I literally have so much clutter on my desk right now. And it's Sandra's not the worst like it's been. Like, it's, it's a little like... better. And Hosan's is like, oh, the books aren't perfectly in line. And it hasn't been dusted. And she's like, I'm losing it. I'm losing the plot. I'm losing the plot. <laughs> I literally have a headache because I was stressing about it at 3 a.m. yesterday. I was like, oh my god, I need to clean my shelf. I need to reorganize my random drawer. Right. And just. Whereas Sandra's like, pile of uh, random boxes? Yeah, that seems fine. Actually, the box that I have there, it might look like a mess. There's one box that you're talking about in particular. Yeah. It's actually used as a light shade because my Himalayan salt lamp is way too bright. Salty. Uh, salty. <laughs> no, it's way too bright. But other than that, the rest, I think it's manageable. I think I could clean it in like eh, twenty minutes. So after this oh, pod, we're gonna what? I I just remembered. Why don't you want to do a review of the thing I was. I'll put it on and I'll show you how it looks. I think they're not bad, but I just think the price I paid for them is astronomical for the quality. Okay. You know, and also I'm supposed to be an ambassador. They didn't send me a little note. They didn't say sa- not to be like, oh my god, they didn't send me a note. But more like when you're ambas- an ambassador, they make it seem like, oh, we're gonna send you free stuff with it and stuff, and it's gonna be like a really cute package. It was literally an envelope with the stuff I ordered. That was it. So, but also I'm just like a bit 
weary of them because there's a few like Instagram uh, pages dedicated to proving that it's a scam and so that people right. don't order from them. So that's why I'm like, mm, I ordered from them and it turned out okay, but I don't know. And also their website seems to have gone like completely not there anymore. So I don't know. Yeah, that is mad suspicious. That is mad suspicious. And also I blocked them on social media just because I didn't know what to do. I was just like, yeah. I want to be impartial. I want to see what goes on. But then, I don't know. Maybe this will become my podcasting um, jumper. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? You'll see. But my dad was not a fan of the colours. <laughs> my dad was like, you're going to wear that in public? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and now I'm like, definitely not. Because you're not, you don't like it. Wait, wait, I need the brightness. Okay, it is nice. How does the fabric feel and all that? It feels good. The tie-dye is kind of like not consistent in some areas. Like, I can't really yeah. show you very well, but I'm going to show Hosan. Like, no one else can see it, but like, in some oh, places, yeah. it doesn't seem like the tie-dye picked it up. So, yeah. it doesn't seem properly manufactured. But other than that, it's nice. I felt like there was a bit of a an ink smell to it but it was just me it was just my brain because my family smelled it and they were like no it's perfectly fine it's just i got the limited edition sweatshirt and it's a bit out there <laughs> it's a bit yellow and pink i don't think i'd wear it in public but just at home if i want to like idea. exercise or something it'll be comfy so yeah it's gonna be my new podcasting shirt i'll put it on every single time i'm podcasting <laughs> that's what we'll do so we'll make use of it yeah yeah so it's cute and my hair does look red today i don't know why it makes me want to dye my hair red but i can't because family i miss your red hair it was so nice thank you and i like how you said that whereas i'm like it looks like i was having a midlife crisis (laughs) you kind of were i kind of was i literally broke up with someone and i was like i'm so done (laughs) (laughs) so i was having a midlife crisis and i remember someone said that Someone from, no, I'm actually not going to go into it. But anyway, someone said my hair looked nice and I was like, thanks. But in my head, I was like, this is a crisis. I would never dye my hair. This is a crisis. I think we should talk more about moms. I feel like moms are the kind of the rule setters. Like dads are more like lenient whereas moms are like look i'm gonna teach you how to be a human here's what you do every morning you wake up you brush your hair you brush your teeth you wash your face you wash your ears and you get dressed for the day and you look like a boss because people will judge you from day one whereas dads are like oh you want to go to that party uh do i know that friend of yours okay you can go yeah i don't i I don't know if that applies to my life because my parents are both kind of like, they're a mix of both parents. Like, my dad isn't fully like a dad, and my mom's not fully like a mom either. Like, I know she's definitely more lenient than my dad. If I, was, if I wanted to go somewhere, I would ask her first, yeah. see what her vibe is, and then I'd ask my dad. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I do feel like you're right in a sense, though, because, like, my mom's, like, the one who's, like, oh, son, you have to take care of your face, you know, you have to be somewhat normal. Like, they don't tell me too much because I'm more normal than my siblings. <laughs> That's saying something. Um, I know you, and I barely know your siblings. And if they consider you normal, I'm like. <laughs> everyone says I'm the boring one because like, you literally have a bit that. of OCD, and they're like, "You're the boring one." But go on, go off, queen. Yeah, it's because like right when 
a decent here, right? Everyone's always like laughing and yelling and being fun. And I'm just like, oh, it's so exhausting. Whereas I would prefer, like, she tries and plays, she's like, gets everyone involved in her stuff, like, gets them to watch movies and stuff with her. Whereas me, I'd rather curl up on a book and sit there undisturbed for hours. So what you're saying is that if I eventually get a house where I get a rocking chair, you'll literally sit in the rocking chair and read a book. <laughs> yeah, read a book or go on my phone and just not talk to anyone. Like, I could go the whole day without saying a word to my siblings. Whereas, like, Hadisa would be, like, I don't know, yelling with them, doing something stupid. And when she went, everyone's like, oh, we miss her. And I'm like, I'm right here. Okay, it kind of, it kind of hurts. How much everyone hates me right now. <laughs> they don't hate yeah. you. You just give off a different energy. They probably like chilling out with you. Like when they're upset, they would probably like all congregate around you and be like, Hosanna's quiet, so I can be quiet here. No, for me, it's more like I'm the backup. Like if something oh. goes wrong, or if there's like a fire or something, like if something dangerous is going on or someone needs to know something, they're like, okay, let me just ask Hosanna real quick because she probably knows. Like, my brothers would be like, hey, do you know what, like, the capital of Macedonia would be? And I would tell them. And then they'd be like, okay. And then they'd go away. And I feel like that comes from my mom. Because my mom is like, I've seen how she interacts with people. (laughs) It's so funny. Is she more (laughs) reserved and your dad is more like Hadisa? Yeah, like, my dad is very... It's funny because your dad is so stoic looking that I would say it's the reverse, but nah. Yeah, that's what I love about me and Hadisa is because on the outside, right, you look at us and you see me with my kind of very intimidating face and you're like, oh, she's definitely like her dad. And then you see Hadisa, she has kind of like resting nice face. So you're like, oh, they're like her mom. And then we're complete opposites. Complete I'm opposites. more reserved with my mom and Hadisa's more outgoing. Like when my dad <laughs> went to Pakistan, right? A lot, like, everyone kept coming to the house and giving him all these nicknames and being like, hey, yo, G-Man is back. Whereas, like, when my mom went, everyone was like, oh, hi, it's it's her. She's back. The woman who doesn't really talk to anyone. Oh. <laughs> like, a certain amount of people. Wow, like, they're so kind. Wow. Yeah. I think it's because of the whole drama that happened at their wedding. I could literally talk for hours about stupid drama that's in my family that's i would so literally funny. live for that i just i'm afraid of your parents ever getting hold of this and be like delete it <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't even care because they're like honestly everyone knows at this point like the rest of the world like, might as well know <laughs> they might as well we might as well get our own tv show oh my god can but i, yeah, can, I thing- can i tell you something that happened in my workplace and made me deeply insecure and i felt like such a dumbass for being insecure but basically if anyone doesn't know I work part-time but basically this dad who may or may not be from the same country as you so you can imagine how their parenting styles and their like you know are so they were like oh so you work here do you work in Dublin as well and I was like no and they were like oh so what do you do on the days that you're not working here and I I stupidly was very blunt and was just like I have a chronic illness so I stay at home but after the fact I was like should I be working more? Should I be working more? Should I have another job? And then I was like, no, Sandra, because um, you've proven that you don't have the energy to barely stomach three days. Um, yeah. You're in pain all the time, Sandra. Maybe just look at your limits and just just 
stay within them because you genuinely can't. You can't even yeah. ride a scooter without feeling sick. Yeah, I do feel like um, a lot of parents expect productivity over mental health, and that's even like physical health. Yeah, but yeah, you shouldn't doubt it. I mean, I literally am in pain all the time. <laughs> yeah, and you still have you still have the finesse to go and work three days. Yeah, that's still that's still very crazy. But even to this day, that. I'm like, maybe I should, maybe I should find another job. And I'm like, Sandra, you physically can't. <laughs> no. I physically can't. I just need someone to take me aside and be like, Sandra, remember how you tried to ride a scooter once and you couldn't even keep riding it without feeling sick and like you were almost going to throw up? Um, Maybe, maybe your body just can't go to work that long. Okay. Okay. Just, it just is what it is. Let's, let's not do that. Like, if my mom was here, she'd say that to me, and I'd take it, and that would be it. Whereas my brother said it, that exact word to me. He was like, you can't even ride a scooter, bro. Like, like, you clearly can't. And I was like, yeah. But in my head, I'm like, I should still find another job. I should just get another job still. Stupid. I'm like, okay, fuck you. I can do that. There's <laughs> a feminism in you coming out and being like, yeah, right. Try and tell me something I can't do. <laughs> It's just so bad. I don't know. I just feel like moms have really strong work ethics, regardless of if they work in a conventional sense or just take care of the family, as a lot of moms yeah. do. Like, a lot of our fam- our friends' moms have similar roles. Um, but I just feel like moms always have that attitude of, like, I'm taking care of my kids. My kids are always protected. If anyone says anything bad about my kids that is completely unfounded, I will not take that. And I always like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love the fact that you can always, like, depend on your mom to kind of back you up, no matter how ratchet you might be. Well, if you're Pakistani, you might get a bit of backlash at this, but, yeah. like, 90% of the time, your mom will defend you in front of others. If someone's sure. like, oh, your daughter is very, um, weird, my mom would be like, no, she's just quiet and has her own advantages. And also, she's incredibly intelligent. What are you talking about? Like, they would obviously start saying something along the lines of, they did very well in their leaving, sirs. What are you talking about? Your child is weird. Your child only goes out. Huh? Yeah, your child wears miniskirts. What do you have to say about that? Um, (laughs) But yeah, but like, otherwise, like, if my mom's talking to, like, a very close friend of hers or, or something, and I've messed up that day and made her mad, she's like, yeah. I, I don't know how I got her. I think the devil might have mixed her up. Like, I don't know how she got in my lap. Like, it's just weird. I just I'm feel like, like the hospital mixed babies up. This was not my yeah. child, but I've raised her to look like me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I've probably told you this a thousand times. But, like, when, when I was born, right, my dad only managed to stay for, like, one or two months. And then he had to go for, like, two months and then he came back again. Yeah. But in the two months that he was gone... um people who came to see my mom were very confused as to why why this white-ass lady had this dark-ass baby. <laughs> they didn't see my dad. They're like, I don't understand how it matches up. Yeah, we should just I say, think- your mom is paler than your dad, that's all. She's not a white woman. <laughs> that people were like, pale. they were like, how is this I'm- very brown baby yours? Like, did you adopt it? Did you take yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, like, um, when we went to our mosque for the first time years ago, was, I think it was like 11 years at this point, um, 
all my siblings are much paler than me. Like my brother has gotten a bit darker, but at the time of this, I was the dark sibling and everyone else was really light. Like they had very pale skin. Yeah. And whenever we went into the mosque, obviously it'd be my mom, my pale siblings and me. And a rumor spread it, spread around our mosque that I was their cousin from Pakistan who was staying with them. <laughs> <laughs> because I couldn't possibly be their sibling. That That's is so horrible. That's yeah, so that horrible. Until people started realizing that, oh, the scariest man in the mosque, Abbas, is the father. Her dad, and now we see the connection. And now we see how she's 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 brown from that side. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I can Literally. say your your siblings are are significantly paler than you, but you all have like similar facial structures. So yeah. I don't know what they're talking it, about. It was so funny. Like even my friend Layla, she was convinced for like a year that I was their cousin. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. Oh my god. Oh god. I I for a second I convinced myself that I was adopted. <laughs> like that doesn't even make sense Sandra like now I look at my mom and me and I'm like I'm just a younger version of my mom what am I even yeah. <laughs> but for a I bit feel like everyone goes to that phase yeah you just like, think like I'm too different I'm I'm different from my siblings I'm not like my other siblings <laughs> yeah it's, and then have you have you ever kind of panicked when you realized oh my god I'm exactly like my parents yes Yes. Yeah, the moment I get angry or whatever, I'm like, I have their temperament. That's not gonna go well. That's not gonna go well for me. Yeah. Like whenever I like mess up or something, I'm like, oh my god, it's my genetics. It couldn't possibly be my own fault. It's my genetics. <laughs> yeah, oh, um, I literally I find myself talking and sometimes I say phrases like my mom and I'm like, oh my god, I'm turning into her. I'm turning into her and then another time I'll be pissed off with something and I'll get like overly passionate and I'm like oh my god I'm turning into him I'm turning into them yeah like one thing my mom always does right is um she kind of mixes up her English words so like she'll be saying a phrase in English and then she'll add like or the word in there and we'll be like no mom this is the, like cling film she calls it cling fling Aww. Yeah, and we always make fun of her for it. Even now, she's News are such dickheads. She's trying to best. <laughs> it is a dickhead. Like, we do it on purpose just to tease her. We know, like, yeah. she speaks very well. But, like, yeah. even if she messes up the tiniest bit, we're like, what? It's not how it's pronounced, though, is it, Mom? <laughs> Um, I can't even say shit. We do the same thing. Like my mom would be like, "You understand?" And then we started mimicking her. We'd be like, "You understand?" And she was like, "Just shut up." <laughs> it's fun though, like to yeah. teach your mom like that. Yeah. But then she does the exact same thing to us because when we say Urdu, we add English phrases. Like instead of just saying we're going to shower, like in English, or saying "ham nahane jare" in Urdu, we go "we are nahaying." Which is a mix of both. And my mom was like, what does that even mean? That's not English or Urdu. That's just stupid. Pick one. Pick one <laughs> and stick to it. <laughs> yeah. And then us being dickheads, we get offended. We're like, how can you call us out like that? How can you possibly say that I messed up like that? What? <laughs> it's our genetics. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, that's so funny. Should we move on to our next segment? 
I mean, yeah, because clearly we have nothing going on. We're just like, yeah, Mother's Day, but also let's just talk about family quirks. <laughs> Our next segment is uh, mixtape of the week. Tell me you have some content for me because I have zero. I have a new um, podcast. Oh. Like I would do. Ooh. Ooh. It's called Nocturne. Oh, not that way. That's right. Oh, actually, I have two. One is called Quiet Please, and another is Nocturnal Transmissions. Okay. So, they're both, like I mentioned before, um, of, what's the other one I mentioned? Uh, yes. They're kind of similar to that. Quiet you always bring the like, horror stuff. <laughs> I'm on a horror roll. Like, even yesterday, I spent like an hour looking for a good horror movie, but I couldn't find one. And then I went to bed really sad. <laughs> <laughs> But not being like other girls is doing what Hosan just said. Looking for a horror movie, not finding it, feeling sad. <laughs> like, I don't know. I was just in the mood to be like scared. And then find a good one. And I was like, this is it. I'm not even going to bother stay awake. I'm going to sleep. Oh, poor baby. Poor thing. <laughs> but yeah, so Quiet Please and Nocturnal Transmissions. They're basically like radio station type podcasts where they tell horror stories every week and they're very good quiet please is more like if you haven't seen it it is brilliant and you should definitely watch it okay. has loads of spin-offs okay but yeah i really i really just two. want to watch um the twilight series with you over a video yeah. call because uh you and I keep watching Smallest Kyle do Twilight videos, and I find them hilarious, and I know the context. Whereas you don't know the context, but still find them hilarious, and I want you to be yeah. deeply disappointed with Twilight after watching I know I will be. Like, I see all these great memes, and I'm like, it does look low-key good. And Smallest Kyle does promote it in a way, and she's so passionate about it, and I'm like, I just won't be disappointed. You will, because first of all, Alice and Bella are do not end up together. So Obviously. Yeah, like obviously so. so. Yeah. Yeah. So and then um I've seen like memes of the actual thing where it's like I've seen the um Bella, where the hell have you been, Loka? <laughs> <laughs> or, or like um The la- the last Jasper. The last one I saw was I'm gonna pass the phone to someone who was almost mauled by a bear. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen also seen the one the guy who plays Jasper is like scars and he like puts his whole mouth on one side. <laughs> oh my god, slam the door much. Make the whole house creak, why don't you, old man? <laughs> Old man, my dad. <laughs> Honestly, oh, what was I gonna say? I'm trying to think of my mixtape of the week. Um, what movies did I watch? I watched a movie. That's that's true. I did watch a movie, <laughs> and now I'm trying to remember the actor so I can tell you about the movie. <laughs> Oh, I oh! I watched Cemetery. oh oh Pet Cemetery. Yes, uh, the Fate of the Furious. I know I'm really late to the game, but yeah, oh, 
right. yeah, it's the eighth movie in the franchise. So I can guarantee that it's a good one. I watched it. 10 out of 10, very nice content. Thanks. Am I late to it? Yes. Do I want to be called out? No. No, I don't. Thank you. Um, also... I, I can't call you out on that, though. Why? I haven't seen any of them. Fully. Like, I've seen bits You of haven't seen I've any more. of the Fast and the Furious. Fully. Yeah, like, I... Like Join in next week as them. we watch all of the Fast and the Furious in one night. No. <laughs> no. They're on like number nine, and that's so long for a movie franchise. Oh wait, that's how many there are Star Wars movies. Never mind. Um, are you kidding? You've watched all the Marvel movies. There's more than nine there. See, I don't get it. It's just like you think I'd love it, you know? You like, would, cars yeah. And action. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. I can't get into it. I've tried to watch it so many times. I'm just like, oh my god. This is so boring. That's like me with reading right now. And I feel like such a fraud. Like when I was a kid, I would read like back to back. I'd go into Waterstones one week. I'd be like, I'm going to read this book. And then the next week I'd be getting another book because I finished it. And now I can't read anything. Yeah, I feel like my motivation is gone because the library is closed. So that's where I get all my books. I don't know if it's because of that. I feel like... I don't know where, but in my mind, my brain's like, there hasn't been any good books since 2012. Like, <laughs> like my brain, my brain sees red, white, and royal blue and is like, yeah, it sounds good, but pity there hasn't been any good books since 2012. <laughs> I act as if writing is like filmmaking and they're like, oh, they're just making the same story over and over again. So I'm not going to watch that story anymore. Whereas with yeah. books, I'm like, yeah, there hasn't been any books since 2012. And it's not my fault that I don't like reading anymore. It's it's the books. It's not on me. I'm sorry, fiction just isn't what it used to be. <laughs> you heard it here first. I did want to give you a suggestion. Um, you were telling me you wanted some like romance book. Yeah. I've heard the song of Achilles is so good. Yeah, but like, first off, I'm like, I want to save my money. So the only way I can get it is from the library. And it probably doesn't have an ebook version on the thing, the borrow books. So I'm screwed, is what I'm saying. I'm just screwed. Yeah, oh my god. I, I'm like, every time I'm motivated to buy a book because like, I want to read it, I'm like, no, you have to stay off your motorcycle slash apartment. You have to. Save the money. I'm telling you, you're money. not getting your motorcycle till you're about 30. I, if I don't get an apartment this year, I'm getting a motorcycle instead. Jesus I'm not Christ. working all summer just to not spend that money. Do you have a job yet? Are you going to look for one? No, um, I've been looking and emailing places. Cool. cool. Yeah. I'd love to uh, go out on our lunch break, but I only have an hour lunch break, so that's not possible. But... <laughs> The well, sometimes I only have half an hour as well, so no, yeah. it's just not gonna work. But can you imagine us getting a coffee? Working girls, Working. supporting that capitalism. Oh my god, I know. Speaking of which, I was talking to someone, you're gonna guess who it was, but anyway, uh, I was talking to someone and they were like, I like how you're anti capitalist and you still like, like extremely stage why something is ridiculous and why the system is broken whereas i'm too tired to even complain about it and you should have an episode that's like capitalism thanks i'm too tired to talk about it <laughs> yeah 
I was like, sometimes I feel like that. And other times I just go off and around to my family and I'm like, this is capitalistic. Like, we shouldn't have to pay for this. Like, why are we still paying for this? This is ridiculous. Like, first of all, TV license in Ireland? Bullshit. Why are we paying for a TV license if we still have commercials? I don't get what that is. Like, my dad was like, oh, we have to renew our TV license. And I was like, you need a license to have a TV? You do. If you don't pay for it, you could go to prison. Uh, that's what I, they always perpetuate. And also, I've this has been rotten up in college when I was in university. <laughs> and they said, they said basically, if we didn't have a TV license, we'd have some form of electronic device license for having an electronic device. And I'm like, yeah, but it's stupid because we pay for electricity and we pay for Wi-Fi and we pay for everything. So what is the point? I'm like, this is just a way to steal our money. But thank you. <laughs> Thanks. But yeah, uh, you heard it here first. Uh, there hasn't been good fiction since 2012. So <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm pretty sure one of the books I read that Dara recommended to me is good fiction. But I don't know. What I don't it is. know. I feel like all the books I read are pretty old. I don't know what the newest book I've ever read. Oh. The one I read was Meddling Kids, which is basically like a Scooby-Doo-esque story. And that was really good. I just realized all the books I have on my shelf right now, I think they all came out before 2012. Yeah, see what I mean? Good fiction ended in 2012. I mean, I have Rumpel Buttercup by Matthew Gray Goobler, but that's for like a 10 second story. Yeah, that hardly that was... counts. Mm-hmm. When did Dr. Sleep come out? Dr. Sleep. Uh... I really want to read The Queen's Gambit, but I am also not versed in chess, so... That's off the cards, because what if I read it and I'm not going to have a clue? Oh my god, I'm going to tell you this afterwards, but I'll tell you the reason why I'm going to No, I want to know. I want to know now. <laughs> Can you not tell me now? Is it too embarrassing? It's okay. It came out in 2013. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. So yeah, that just disproves my theory. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but that's Stephen King, though. He always writes good books. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just. Books aren't what they used to be in my mind. <laughs> oh my god, so I'm just sitting in a wicker chair. Books aren't what they used to be in my mind. No, I think it's just an excuse I make up in my head, but I did feel like that for a while. I was just like. When I was reading the blurbs of like romances and other stuff, I was like, they're just not giving me the same effect as when I was in my early teens. Okay, yeah. Okay, I know what you mean. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not the book's fault, but I just, I can't read romances anymore. I used to be able to pick up a book that was a romance and be like, oh, I'll read it. Fine. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, okay, no. you're definitely right in that sense. I, I, I don't think I've read a romance book in like five or six years. Because like every time I do, I'm like, I can see this trope coming a mile away. But also, I don't feel like I fit into any book category like I know this is starting for mixtape of the week but I'm sure we have a point I just feel like I don't fit into any book category because first of all I can't with horror that's too much for me romance is obviously off the cards and then I'm trying to think of fiction and I'm like what fiction doesn't involve romance that works for me I I don't know anything I don't know (laughs) so then I resort to reading books about like science and I'm like this isn't the same. It's true, though. Um, I used to be, like, a year or two ago, I used to be so into 
nonfiction. Like I read Jane Eyre and I read so many historical documents and all that. And now I can't be bothered. I'm like, the truth lies in fiction. I hate this. Why is this so boring? <laughs> I know, and also, I read Halsey's book, but, like, the more I look into it, I'm like, eh, some of it is good, other parts I'm like, eh, eh. Yeah, I kind of feel like it's the lockdown getting to us, though. We're like, oh, there's nothing better to do, and I can't even be motivated to read this book that is probably brilliant, and I'll really enjoy it. Literally, like, at first I was reading Sawbones, and I was like, yes, yes, and then now now I'm like, it's too much fact, I I need some fiction, and then I can never find anything, because the library isn't open, and even if it was, I would look through the blurbs and be like, meh, 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 I probably need some Agatha Christie or something. Yeah, she's good though, Um, my favourite book of hers has to be either, and then there were none, Yeah. or... Murder on the Orient Express. I've heard so much good stuff about Murder on the Orient Express. It's had like two movies made and one of them has Johnny Depp and I haven't watched it yet because I haven't finished reading that yet. Yeah. So, because like, what I like to do is if I find out there's a movie version of a book, I first read the book, then judge the movie. I love that. I was trying to put on <laughs> a necklace. I was trying to put on a necklace. <sighs> Oh, we should probably start wrapping up. I think we've already been here for more than an hour. I really am scared to see. Oh, no. Yeah, it's just an hour on the dot. So, mixtape of the week. I watched The Fate of the Furious. I've been listening to pretty much anything that's on the radio because I'm I'm not looking through Spotify. I haven't been listening to the day, the weekly podcast I used to because motivation is so low. And I need to clean my bedroom. So, good luck to me, I guess. <laughs> so uh let's move on to i'll have a cheese having yes uh any ideas what you're having today or um, what you had this morning i guess i'm going to have breakfast at some point maybe an hour or two i like um, how you're saying breakfast when it's past noon my family would be like you're having breakfast at one o'clock what is wrong with you why did you wake up so late like, I had Whereas breakfast at family, 11. If you get up at, like, 10 or 12, you're like, wow, someone's up early. No. No, I get up at 11 and I already feel bad. I'm like, look at me wasting the day. <laughs> yeah, you see, it's just like there's nothing to do in my house. If you get up really early, you have to, like, tiptoe around the house. And you're, like, oh, fair enough. like putting one cereal in at a time so you don't wake up the entire household. Fair enough. Ooh, maybe yeah. I'll read um The Handmaid's Tale. The last time I tried to read it, I was extremely triggered by certain stuff. I don't know why, but yeah. I was just like, mm. but hopefully I, I can read it. I read the graphic it. novel version, and it was really good. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to finish it. I was like halfway through. What's weird? I think like, there's a second book, is there? Yeah, there is. Yeah, the second book came out last year, early pandemic. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, we're gonna come up to our anniversary episode soon, and I don't have a clue what we're gonna talk about. Oh wait, I think we had a, a little bit of a plan to answer questions to each other. Yeah. So Q&A. maybe we'll do that. It would be. I do hope maybe if lockdown lifts, we could do a better episode in person. <laughs> but like, how? If- I don't even know <laughs> because I'm pretty sure no one in my family wants me to have people over, so they're like, no. And then your family's like no and then i'm like where would we go we can't go to a library to record a podcast but we also need wi-fi to record a podcast 
so it would probably end up being live. But yeah. What did I have for breakfast? I had toast, a slice of apple tart, and a glass of milk. Wow. Very healthy. Full of gluten. Full of good stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry to anyone. Is this podcast gluten free? Not always. I try to be sometimes, though, for my irritable bowel center. But gluten doesn't seem to be a trigger of it. What seems to be a main trigger is lactose and sugar. And then yeah. certain fried stuff and anything processed. So, yeah, I'm a picky eater, but not on purpose. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to tell you, um, all I've been craving these days are cookies that I'm allergic to. And Sandra knows about this. Yeah. And I have to fight every impulse I can, which is why I haven't been eating that much these days. Because, like, when I eat normal food, I'm like, it doesn't taste as good as those cookies, but I think I'm allergic to them. It's actually so sad because you. you, It's actually so sad because Hosanna has eaten these throughout her life, so she just developed this allergy pretty much out of nowhere. But that can happen with allergies. But it's so upsetting. Regardless, it's so upsetting. So hard being me right now. Oh yeah, it must be so hard for you having one slight intolerance that is inconvenient. I'm sure. Meanwhile, me Don't. avoiding milk at all costs unless it's lactose-free. <laughs> well, I think we should end this chaotic episode now. Um, my name has been... I have been Sandra. Welcome to my mixtape. I'm tired. You have been... Hosan, gender bench, Shane And this was capitalism. Capitalism. Thanks. I You're hate awesome. it. I hate it. I like how you say that when I literally just have to say one thing. And all I have to say is, that's a wrap.